Hello, and welcome to the Wife Life Podcast, where your hosts, Erica and Maggie, keep it real, raw, and relatable, discussing the overwhelming topics of being a supportive wife, mom, and woman. It's not all champagne and caviar. And now, here's Erica and Maggie. Hey guys, it's Maggie. Hey, what's up? It's Erica, and we are finally doing it. I know, it's been a long time coming, but are you excited? I'm super excited, nervous, but anxious to get it out there and uh, help people understand why we're doing it, what we're doing, and all the fun stuff. I know, we're going to have so much to talk about. So realistically, the whole idea of this Wife Life podcast is for people to have something to relate to. Um... I've been through it. I've got four kids. Gracie's 17. Carson is 14. Chloe is 10. And Jackson is 7. Um, married to an entrepreneur who is just always busy, busy, busy. So we've got a lot on our end that uh, we can help relate to other people. Yeah. I've got two kids. Mia, she's five. And then Max, who's one. It's kind of cool because we have, like, our kids are all spread out, like, consistently one through yeah, almost 18, so. Oh, I know. Sorry. Heart. That break your heart a little bit. A little bit. It's tough. Um, but no, that's the, that's I think that's that's the reason we're doing it. We have a 17 to 1 year old that we we are in all phases of yeah. motherhood. Yeah. Definitely. Um and it's just yeah, it's crazy and then my husband obviously is working all the time too and we've been moved all over the country in the last like 4 years, so Definitely been through a lot there, but um, you've helped me a lot, which is another reason that I think it's cool we're doing this together, because there was times where I was like, I cannot do this anymore, and you kind of brought me back down, so. Well, I think that's what's unique about our um, our relationship with each other um, and our friendship, that we are so different, but yet so similar Yes. We've been through so many phases of life together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had experiences that I can help guide you with. Um, just like all of the other women, my friends, you know, that we, that's the point of having girlfriends is that you can talk to each other and um, you can work through things. But you know as well as I do, girlfriends are tough to have. Yes. Because they are the most judgmental people that you can have. They are. And especially I feel like once you get married and have kids, it's just life gets crazier and harder and it's hard to like maintain those friendships and relationships and find people you trust and that relate to what you're going through. Without being like, ew. Judged or criticized for however you're handling whatever you're handling. Yes. I like to um, I like to keep people in my circle who, like you, I can be like, oh my God, I'm super annoyed and this happened, this happened, this happened. And instead of you being like, ooh, you shouldn't do that. You should, you just be like, man, that sucks. Like I'm here for you. I will be your sounding board. So many women don't have that. Yeah. Well, and sometimes I don't necessarily need your opinion or advice. I just need to kind of like let it all out yes. and lay it out on the table. Vent. Yes. And yeah, not a lot of women have that or it can be intimidating talking about certain things because you don't know how someone's going to react or right. I don't know. And we are going to talk about some of those things here. Um, Oh yeah. That way women out there know that it's, it's tough. Like, and it's hard and you're not the only one going through 
um, you know, we were just talking earlier about the postpartum stuff or depression in our children mm-hmm. um, or warning signs that you see in your kids um, or even in your spouse. Yeah. Relationship stuff with your spouses, with your family, with each other, girlfriends, um, and even like some self-care stuff that, you know, those are things that tend to be a little, I don't know, cliche to talk about or people are, like you said, embarrassed yeah. to talk about yeah. them. Well, yeah, it's and it's way harder to go through those things when you feel alone and like isolated and you have no one to talk to. And it definitely helps. Like I find comfort when I'm like reading something or seeing something that someone else is going through and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. I'm not totally crazy or alone because, you know, they shared their story and it helps a lot when you can just hear other people going through what you're going through. Right. Absolutely. And that, like I said, that's, that's the point of us doing this, but it's also like to have fun together because we are both stay at home moms. Yes. Yes. And that is a lonely world. It sure is. (laughs) It sure is. And we make fun of the most simplest situations. We try to have a good time. And that's also what we're going to do here is have fun and talk about the fun stuff that we deal with. And, and not, it's not just Mm going to be all, sad and boring yeah it'll be fun too funny yeah Yeah. fix me help me i'm miserable no none of that it's relatable relatable the good and the bad because you know there's plenty of good stuff funny stuff but also you know sometimes we got to talk about the not so fun stuff yes and it's hard to find places that uh that join all of those things yes because it's not all rainbows and butterflies or like you know caviar and champagne sometimes it is crying in your back seat Mm -hmm. Uh, but other times it's sitting on your back porch and having a great time popping a bottle or you know having a beer or whatever it can be both things it can be it is all all of it yeah it doesn't have to be either or but yeah I'm excited to start talking about all these things yes so let's talk a little bit about us so that everybody can understand like our backgrounds and what we're doing uh where we come from and um, just so that they know kind of our stories. All right. So I, um, have been a stay at home mom for the last six years. So it doesn't seem like a very long time when considering it I have feels a 17 like a long year old. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it does. But, um, I was fortunate enough to stay at home with our older kids for a little while and then life hits you and I had to go back to work. Um, and now my husband, Josh, has got us to a position where I don't have to work. And you know what? I freaking love it. Yeah. I cannot imagine having to go back to work. There are so many people who think that a stay-at-home mom life is solely consumed with housework and laundry and taking care of kids and shuffling kids. But I'm here to tell you that is not all it's made up to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an amazing husband who understands that I hate laundry. <laughs> yeah. So provides a lifestyle for us that I don't have to do that. I don't have to do laundry and I love it and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I hope to get to that place someday. Trust me, I hate laundry. Oh my gosh. But people think like it's not okay. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have to do all of these Heck things. No. no. Heck no. No. No, no this, the... Um, just the idea of like being a stay at home mom, like, yeah, people have so many different opinions and thoughts and it just like, yes, like Jack, my husband helps me with stuff. Like he always does the dishes. I, that's one thing I 
will not do. <laughs> laundry and dishes are nemesis. Yes. Like I, I don't like laundry, but I'll do it. But I'm like, I'm if you want plates, you could do the dishes. <laughs> I'm I'm not doing it. Sorry. The smell, the like wet food that gets oh, oh my Ooh, gosh. Yeah. I, Grace hates it when you like soak something that sometimes things have to get soaked. Yes. And she's like, who left this water in here? Yeah. It oh my <clears> gosh. <throat> yep. That's my thing. And he he gladly does it. So I'm I'm lucky, I and guess. And that's the thing. They, he does it after he comes home from working. Yeah. But and it's, it's, we're it's, working too. It's yes. That's the thing that drives me crazy when people are just like, oh, you know, must be nice. I'm like, I mean, it is nice. And Absolutely. I'm very grateful and blessed that I get to stay home. But it's it's hard a lot of the time. Like, it's exhausting and lonely. Lonely. Yeah. It is. And that's, that's, that's what's incredibly frustrating to me is Josh has never, ever, ever been um, the breadwinner who comes home and thinks that dinner should be ready at a certain time. And if the kid is upset, we had a newborn, he's working out of town and coming home and still helping with laundry, helping with random just household stuff and taking care of the kids with me, alongside of me. Not only... You're a team. Exactly, exactly. Like, regardless, when I worked, we still did the same thing because... He went to work. I went to work. We came home. We still had laundry. We still had dishes. We still have kids to take care of, baths to give. Now, when we got to the point where I stayed home and he still went to work, yeah, it was the same thing. He came home just like Jack. Yeah. He comes home and he knows, like, you've been at home all day. If you couldn't do the dishes, that's what you don't like to do. So yeah. he does that for you. That's like a, a love thing for him. Yeah. Saying, I will do this for you. I will take this off your plate. Yeah, and we decided together to have a family, and that takes a lot of work. So, yes. um, and when we first had Mia, I was working, he was working, and I didn't see much of a difference in our roles. Like when I stopped working, I mean, there was times he was working a lot, so I did have to do a lot of the extra stuff. But it, he never complained. He never said like, "I'm not doing this. You have to do this," or he didn't ask me to do the extra stuff. Yeah. I just kind of got to work together with that but you hear these people out there that and and we have been fortunate enough that we've never dealt with this but like there's women out there who are like well I'm a stay-at-home mom and it's my job yeah well I don't ever want a job that is 24 7 non-stop well no and to me stay-at-home mom I'm a stay-at-home mom so I'm gonna take care of my kids and yeah do sometimes like I have the time and I will do the laundry I will do the extra stuff I will clean the whole house Sometimes I'm just keeping them alive. Literally. <laughs> and that's that's all I can do sometimes, and that's okay. Yeah. And that that is hard, though. It's not necessarily just okay. And we have spouses that understand that we go through those phases or that season when it's not always exciting and it's not always like, oh, my God, I love my life. There have been times where I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get a job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. I... Right now, I have to get out of this house. Yes. Like right now with having a one-year-old and a five-year-old, it helps she goes to school sometimes, but like it's constant. Oh yeah. You can't leave him alone for a second. You can't, I can't get anything done. Yes. And even when Jack's home, he's just clinging to me and I literally feel like sometimes I'm going to lose my mind and I'm like, I'm leaving. Yeah. But then I don't, you know, I can't, where am I going to go? Right. But you just have to walk away for a minute. Like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go. And they understand that. Yeah, and there's so many women yes. out there who have spouses and nothing. I mean, it's stay at home dads deal with it also. But as a partner, you get that stigma of 
well, this is your job, so you have to deal with it all the time. And you hear what these moms or dads that say, like, they don't understand. They just come home and think that they don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Their work, they clocked out. So their work's done. This is my job. All of the house chores, all of the stuff with the kids. That's not the way it works. No, and I think those people deserve better because that's not... Absolutely. That is not how it should be. Ever. Ever. And like sometimes some people do have to pick up the slack for the other person, but it should be... It should go both ways. It shouldn't just be you're always picking up the slack or you should be doing... Sometimes, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I can't, I can't say that I've ever heard, and I could obviously, I mean, I could be wrong, but I can't say that I've ever heard like the other side of that where spouses who work are complaining because they come home and their stay-at-home mom or their stay-at-home dad or partner isn't taking care of their kids or isn't taking care of the house. Mm-hmm. Typically, they're like, okay, well, if they're not doing that, then what's wrong? Like, what's going on? Or it's just a shitty marriage and they end up not being together anyway. But far too often you hear mm-hmm. the the stigma of, oh, I came home from work and there's no dishes done. Where's dinner? There's this. Where's that? Where's that? The house is a mess. What have you done all day? Yeah. What have you been doing all day, Maggie? Why are, why are we rich? What are you doing? Like, why? <laughs> what, what the heck? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah he's lucky if I... Um have something for dinner i'm not the best cook so i'm like you're and he's never complained though that's the thing we are are lucky enough to have those i uh i don't cook often but uh that's just because i i don't really enjoy it anymore yeah well are your kids picky is it hard for you to find a meal that works for everyone uh yeah so there's six of us in the house and a couple of us like vegetables and we like eating like salads or Anything green. Mm -hmm. And then the other half is like, no. Won't touch it. Nope. I have a couple um, chicken nugget and macaroni and cheese kids. Mm -hmm. I have one of those. Maybe a husband like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of like that, so I can't say anything. But yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's tough to cook for, um, I mean, even six. I can't imagine having more. Um, But it's sometimes so much easier just to be like, okay, well, we'll order out and you can get whatever you want. And then I'm not making two or three different meals yeah mia is picky she's always been picky and now that we're like introducing foods to max he'll eat anything and she's like she'll tell me she goes he's not gonna eat that that's gross and then he eats it and i'm like huh sucker. maybe you should try it but yeah she's picky i'm i'm not picky but jack will eat anything like sometimes i'll make dinner and he's like "Mm, no i'm just gonna have like rent he'll buy like spam and tuna and just like eat it out of the out of the thing okay i could eat tuna oh i cannot spam well he'll cook that i guess but like i'm like i'm not gonna eat it and like he likes he goes on weird diets he does his weird thing so i'm like i'm not cooking for myself and then yeah mia who won't touch it so we're kind of on our own right now but (laughs) yeah everybody fend for themselves yeah basically uh josh ate potted meat the other day ew even the sound of it potted meat yes why like mm. why did he do that does he like it he likes it That's disgusting. here's what's funnier i bought it for him <laughs> i was at the store and i bought tuna and i was like oh there's potted meat he likes potted meat so i oh my brought him a couple That's... cans home and he was like this is spot on oh, i haven't had this in years yeah 
Because it's gross. It's so gross. Potted meat. That just sounds wrong. It's like. Is it actually meat? Like, what is it? Mm. <laughs> like, what is it? Debatable. Yeah. I would say no. But yeah. that's okay. He ate it on saltine crackers. So I feel like the sodium it was like eating. Have you ever heard of like the salt wheels that you put in like a hamster? Cage? Yes. Oh my god. I feel like that's what those are made of. <laughs> the sodium content yeah. was that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty gross. But um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've just never been stereotypical like housewife. Like yeah. That's just not me. Jack knew going into it that that wasn't me. And, I mean, you also got to talk to your partner. Like, if you feel like he's expecting things out of you that you just can't do right now or vice versa. Like, you just got to talk. Yes. And, like, because I feel like some people don't have that or, like, they're not able to do it. Yes. And that's that's, that's the biggest thing. I feel like uh, when we, you know, get to a point where we're talking about relationships and our, you know, or our relationships specifically. Like, communication and letting somebody know what your expectations are or of them and what their expectations are of you having a clear understanding of that spot on yeah. because if you don't shit gets crazy yeah and i know it's like cliche to say communication is so important but it is it truly like is it doesn't have to be big things you talk about just like the little things i feel like the simpler things that you communicate about um the better well yeah and the simple things play into the big things too it's like yeah it all just kind of blends together if I'm open enough that I can be like, you know, he, Josh says, hey, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, ooh, I want Chinese. Mm-hmm. And he says, mm, I do not want that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like an argument. Like I have to take it for, oh, he doesn't want it. Okay, it is what it is. Yeah. Find something else. Yeah. But being able to say it or because you get so many people who are like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll eat Chinese. Ugh, I don't really want it. But then you're like irritated because they want Chinese. Yep. Yeah, I used to do that to Jack because he'd be like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't care. And then he'd pick something and I would just feel like I had to eat it because I was just... Because when we had Mia, we were still dating. We weren't Ooh, yeah. We weren't married yet. We we got pregnant like pretty right away when we started dating. And so Oops. I was still trying to like, you know, win him over like we're still dating. And yes. I remember it, those were like our biggest fights, something s- small like that because then yeah. I'd be grumpy because <laughs> I'm eating something I don't want to be eating. And I could have just said no. And... <laughs> He would eat anything, literally, or just we could have picked something else. But instead, I was just like, fine. And then you'd just be all like mopey, whatever. And then yep. that caused it a fight. It caused it a fight. Yep. That's Josh. He, he he has said it a thousand times and will probably say it a thousand more times in a relationship that he can literally find something to eat anywhere. Because like I said, he eats off the kids menu. Yeah. yeah. Not literally, but he could. that's his palate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could sometimes I want chicken tenders and fries, but... <laughs> You know, our very first, well, one, I won't say our very first date, but one of our very first dates, uh, we went to a steakhouse and I ordered a steak and he ordered chicken fingers and fries on a first date on a first Josh. date. Josh. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that I didn't like turn you off a little bit. I mean, I was kind of like, I mean, I guess whatever he likes it. He likes it. It's like, why are we going to steakhouse then? Correct. We could have gone to McDonald's. I see that is I am Josh because Jack like one of our first dates kind of like wasn't a date but it turned into a date we went to a Pacers game and because we were friends before and then I wanted McDonald's but he was trying to impress me and he took me to this fancy steakhouse and like I remember he ordered like duck wings and I was like the the hell I don't want this I literally when I said I wanted McDonald's like 
I want a McDonald's. If I'm telling you I, I want, want something, piece. I'm telling you I want it. So that is what I want. Cause I don't, you don't know. You didn't used to get that out of me a lot, but, and then like we dated, started like actually dating very soon after that. And he still to this day is like, it was the duck wings. I'm like, no, it was not. I would have been fine with a 10 piece and fries. Okay. <laughs> but you know, I did what I had to do. Yes. Uh, you know what though? I can appreciate the fact that they, they do, uh, they want to impress us. Yeah. And even now, I mean, Josh, I've been together for almost 10 years and it's, they still do things yeah. that to like win us over mm-hmm. and that just keeps that. Yeah. And spark. if he, if he stops, I remind him sometimes I'm like, um, we yeah. need, we need like what you used to do this. And then he's like, you're right. Yes. You got to like make sure you make subtle, time for yourself. Yeah. Those subtle nonchalant hints like, mm, I love having fresh flowers on my countertop. <laughs> yeah. Just like. <laughs> Subtle, not so subtle. It's been such a long time since I had flowers. And they're like, oh. Yeah. I'll be like, when was the last time we went on a date? Like, hint, hint, hint. hint. We should probably go on a date. Yes. That is important, too, to make sure you're, like, still dating. Oh, gosh, gosh. And it's so hard right now with just the age of our kids and, I don't know, finding a babysitter, too. It's just, it's hard. Yeah. We're fortunate enough that our kids are at an age where they can um, kind of watch over each other but that phase where you don't have you know your kids are not capable of you know helping out with each other uh to that extent and then not having um a lot of people Mm -hmm. that you can use or utilize and you those people that you do or you can you don't want to like over bog them down yes you feel bad and like we're very fortunate we have jack's dad and um stepmom who live right by us so they help out all the time but you know there's a point where you're like I'm not going to ask them all the time yeah because that's just I don't know and finding I'm I struggle with finding a babysitter like someone that I trust yes with people the- are oh care.com nothing against care.com nothing against those that use it yeah not my cup of tea I just I don't know like Jack's brought it up because he's all about using care.com and yeah. I'm just like my anxiety and my mom brain I'm just like I, I won't have a good time I don't think yeah I think it would be a very difficult hurdle uh, to get over. Yeah. I don't That's know. That's for sure. It's, but yeah, it's, it's tricky tough. during right now. Like, I just feel like there's some disconnect because we don't have time to really hang out. And by yeah. the time it's, we get the kids to bed, it's late. And I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to be touched. Yeah. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Leave me alone. And then I feel bad, but I'm like, I've been touched all day long by the kids. Ooh, yeah. I don't miss that phase. like touched out, you know? Like, oh my gosh. Yep. I don't miss that phase at all. It's it's hard. There's so many things. It's so fun. Like, I'm so glad that we can do this podcast um, just because we literally have so much of a spectrum to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're we're already like diving into things. Like, I know, right? And those are just like the just like on on iceberg. the surface of yeah. like this is a good um, mix of like all of the things that we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. So these are just like bits and pieces, but like we can narrow it down and we can get to the nitty gritty of a few. Yeah, things. Yeah, each and, I think each ep- episode will just have like a specific topic that we'll try and yep talk about and try not to get too off. <laughs> off subject that's what we do though it is what we do um (laughs) we we could talk for hours and hours and hours but yeah we'll try and focus on like a specific thing each episode and kind of dive more into it but this is like the but you know this is a good example of the the raw real us Mm -hmm. this is what we do on a normal basis and we just decided let's record it because it's freaking cool yeah 
And sometimes we're funny and we say funny things sometimes. Correct. So, you are you not know. wrong there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. I hope people like enjoy listening to us and, you know, can relate to some of the stuff we're saying and yeah. And get something out of it. And, yeah. and even just to know that, oh man, there's at least one other person or two other people. Right. Out there. Like I don't care if it's 200 people listening and they're like, yes. Or just one person who's like, oh my gosh. Thank God I'm not the only one. Yeah. And like, obviously every episode, every person isn't going to necessarily understand or relate to what we're saying, no. but I hope everyone can get something out of it or at le- we're at least helping a couple people or just people are enjoying, have a like safe place to go. Just yeah. listen to us chat. Just to sit back and hear and be like, oh gosh, yes, girl, I hear you. Yeah. Or I feel that too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's monumental. I mean, I've, I've sat back and listened to people and been like, man, that's for real, like, yeah, I'm not the only one. Yes, TikTok is where I've seen yes. people be like, they'll post something that I thought I would never like say out loud, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they just said Me that too. on the internet. But I'm like, thank you. Like, yeah, I thought I was totally alone in that. But yes, I've been that. I've been that alone. Um, just like the way you know, in our situation, how it brought us together. Um, you know, with the with two men in a truck. Um, I know what it feels like to have your husband working non-freaking-stop, mm-hmm. going out there and you being alone, being at home with kids, just even without kids, but being alone yeah. and feeling like you are second to their job. Um, I knew what that felt like. I went through that, mm-hmm. and I was like, I cannot sit back and let these other women who my husband is bringing their husbands into this mm-hmm. lifestyle and yep. this mix and make them feel like they are alone. So that's why like I forged those relationships with you and the other women to know like even in this little small aspect, I understand what you're doing. I understand the sacrifices that you're making and I understand why your husband is making those sacrifices mm-hmm. and you're not alone in that situation. Yeah, it definitely helped me. That was just monumental for... I think each woman, uh, for all of the, all the guys that, um, that they, you know, that our husbands work with, that they've been like, okay, cool. When it was cool to see you. Cause you were kind of on the other side of it. Like, you know, you weren't where yes. we were at that point. So it's nice to see like, okay, there's light there's at, the light the at the end of the tunnel. Like yep. she's not lying to me. <laughs> right. She's- it's not just false hope because how yeah. many, how many men and women have gone through this position where they're like, they get a new job or they're offered this job and it's all I mean, it is like everything you could imagine on a silver platter. But then you're like, well, Mm -hmm. we didn't really consider, oh, it's not really time. Like these are things that like what we're, what's being offered and what's being like presented to you is real life. Like, and we are like living, breathing examples of this is how it can be. This is where you're going to get to. And it's just patience. It is definitely patience. Like when we moved to Delaware and then... We moved a few months before the pandemic. Oof. Didn't know anyone in Delaware, and he was working, like, a lot. Yeah. So it was just Mia and I by ourselves, nothing to do. I thought, I I don't know, I thought I was going to lose my mind. And yeah. there was times I was like, you can't, we can't do this. Like, we have to move home. Yes. And then I talked to you, or, like, I brought myself back down. I was like, okay. Yeah, it, it that's, gets hard. that's, and that's what the, that's a good, uh, that's having that community and having those people that 
not even if like this is we don't we're not looking for people to reach out to us right now specifically on this podcast like hey if you have to you can you want to you can but I'm looking for anybody to reach out but I just want people to know that they're not alone right right in all kinds of situations because between the two of us we have dealt with a lot mm-hmm. we've been married almost four years together six and I feel like it's been like 30 years I'm not kidding like just all the moves we've been through yeah. all this all the stuff we've been through in a short amount of time yeah just is a lot I mean we've we've talked about you know we have our kids are in different phases we've been through so many you know we have the, the broad spectrum of phases mm-hmm. um we have you know relatively early relationships I feel for both of us mm-hmm 10 years, six years, that's still, those are still relatively fresh. early. Yeah, Correct. fresh. But we've also, we've also been through a lot in our relationships. I'm 39, you're 27. Mm-hmm. Like that's, we are in different phases yeah. of life. Like I've been through things, you've been through things, you deal with things differently. And I just feel like we have when such I, a diverse. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I think that's why this podcast is awesome too, because. Yes, but we, have, we still come together. Yes, so we're still, things. yes, very similar, but different and have. Different experiences, similar experiences. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's cool. It's awesome. And we just did it again. We just went on and, and uh, went on a tangent. Yeah, we did. But it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. We didn't pick a specific topic for this first episode. We're just no. kind of talking. This is like your sip of the tea. Yes. Getting you comfortable with us. Yeah. yeah. Take a sip and this is kind of what you're going to get from us. These are kind of the things that we're going to talk about uh, and how we're going to talk about them because it is literally sitting together and chatting with one of my best friends. That's how you get Dollars. that's how you get down to the the nitty-gritty, the real stuff. You got to have real conversations. Yes, how many times were you sitting with a friend and you're like, "God, somebody else heard this and they would think that we are crazy oh, or yeah. damn, they're a good time." Yeah. <laughs> yes, maybe both, but right, or maybe they're like, "Mm, them girls are crazy." Yeah, I don't I don't know what they're talking about, I'm but pretty no. sure that our husbands do that on a regular, but they're like, "Oh, they're yeah. crazy." Yeah. Yeah. Jack is always looking at me like, are Yikes. we serious? Yeah. When we found out we were having a girl, he's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Another one. But two of you. <laughs> and she's already picking up a lot of my like traits and stuff. And he just sometimes is like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Max, it's you and me, buddy. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's tough. But all right. Well, I think that uh, I think that was a good little preview. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think so too. Until next time. Yeah. Can't wait. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Wife Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode with Erica and Maggie. See you next time on the Wife Life Podcast.